Well, as DJ said, we're starting a new series uh, this, uh, this month called Grow. And uh, if you've looked around, you know it's true. It's springtime. Uh, the trees are blooming. The flowers are blooming. My allergies are driving me crazy. Uh, maybe yours are too. It's just that time of year. And it's a season where it seems like all around us, we look outside and we see life. We see growth. And it's a, it's a wonderful time of year. And we're so blessed. We're so blessed to live in a place where we can look around and the nature and creation all around us and see the beauty of God and to see things growing and to see life blooming before our very eyes. And it's just a work of God. It's by God's desire, by God's design, and it's a thing of sheer beauty. And as we started today with this series, I wanted to get some help from a couple of special friends of mine. So I want to invite my daughter, Ella Grace, and then her friend Kendall, if you guys would come up on stage and grab that that bag right there. And I thought it would be helpful because sometimes it's just easier um, to see things uh, than it is to, uh, to talk about them. And, and these girls uh, are going to help me out. Uh, Wes, would you mind handing me that microphone right there? I forgot to grab that on the way up. I appreciate that. Um, so c- come here. Where, where are you going? <laughs> You're not done yet. We talked about this. We didn't practice, but we did talk about this. So um, Ella Grace, uh, I want you to start just by telling everybody uh, how old you are. Seven. And you're about to have a birthday, and then you'll be? Eight. See, our kids are smart. <laughs> and uh, then this is Kendall, and how old are you, Kendall? Seven. And do you have a birthday anytime soon? You're going to say seven forever. Okay, got it. Um, so these girls are seven years old, and you're, are you both in uh, first grade? Is that right? Yeah, more or less, close enough? Okay, good. Um, so they're going to help us today, and what I thought I would do is, is I had their moms gather some clothes here that, uh, that they like to wear, and I wanted you guys to put these on for us. This is one of uh, Ella Grace's favorite shirts. Can you put that on for me real quick, Ella Grace? And then, Kendall, I don't know what your mom brought you. I didn't check out your clothes, but can you, can you maybe wear, what, what is this? Kendall, can, can, can you wear this, Kendall? Just hold it up there for a second. Ella Grace, I think you can put this on. You think you can get that bow on? Your mom's going to get mad at me for your hair, but that's okay. Oh, stop, stop. See, we have this deal because, uh, yeah, there's earrings involved and it gets complicated. Um, it still fits. You could wear this, couldn't you? What do you think? Just, just work it, girl. Come on. We're going to make this happen here. Don't worry. Don't be nervous. Ugh. There we go. This, this still fits. We don't have to buy you clothes for six more years. Um, Kendall, are you not going to get dressed? Seriously. Why can't you wear that? Because... It- because it's too small. It's too. Are you sure, Gracie? Is this shirt going to work for you? Can you wear this the rest of the day? No. <laughs> well, we have more. Let's see, Gracie. Can you put this on? This this looks this looks perfect right here. And Kendall, do you have any more clothes in here? Um, here, this will be cute with your outfit. Can you put this on for me real quick? And <laughs> Kendall, you're not being very helpful this morning. I thought I talked to your parents about this. There's ice cream involved. Come on. <laughs> Gracie, what, your arms, they're a little, what's going on here? What's up with this? Is this like a capri shirt? What is this about? What, why don't these things fit you guys anymore? What, Kendall, what is this right here? Does this fit maybe? Can, it, can we get some luck here? This will work. Look, it's got a cute caterpillar on it too. Are you going to wear anything today, Kendall? I, I sure am glad you came up here with clothes on. Um, this is, uh, okay, how about this? This is going to work. Gracie, put this on for me. This is, this is, this is much better. Let's go with this real quick. No, nah, just leave it on. Put this on over it. It'll be, we're going we're gonna to do this right here on stage. I've only got 20 minutes, okay? So, all right, people did want to read their Bibles, I think. Um, here we go. This is going to take a while. Uh, Kendall, you can put this on, can't you? What, what is this thing? I don't even know what to call this thing. 
Oh, it doesn't go that way. Here we go. Can you wear that, Kendall? You're almost there, Grace. Here we go. And Gracie, I know you can put this on, can't you? Here we go. You need some help, Kendall? You got it? You got it? Sorry. What was I thinking? This is going to be great. Here we go. You can keep going. There's, there's, a, there's a hole right here for your head, and it'll fit, I think. Is this going to be better? What's wrong with this one, Ella Grace? It's too big. It's too big. Oh, man. Seriously? Kendall, are we going to do this? You would rather hold it, right? Okay, now let's talk about this. Now, why don't these clothes down here fit anymore? Uh, Kendall, give, give me a quick answer. Why, why are the clothes down here on the floor? Why are, they, why are they on the floor? Why don't they fit anymore? Because they're too... Small. 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 And Gracie, what's wrong with this shirt? It's too... Big. It's like a dress. It's like a dress. And so these clothes are too small because you've outgrown them. And then these clothes are too big because you haven't grown that much yet. Okay, do me a favor real quick. I'm going to count to three. When I get to three, I want you both to just grow really fast so that these bigger clothes will fit. Okay, ready? One, two, three, grow. A little faster. <laughs> What's the deal, girls? Okay, y'all are going to be grounded for like a year. Uh, this is not working. Let's do one more thing. Here, this is going to be better. This is going to be better. So what we have here with this series called Grow is we have, um, did y'all do this when you were little in school? You take a cup, right? And I've got three. I've got one for you, one for me. And uh, let's put some dirt in here. Um, here's a bucket of dirt. This is like the good dirt, too. This is the miracle grow dirt, so this is going to work. i got a good feeling. Um, and what I want you girls to do is we're going to plant a bean, right? And we're going to watch it grow real fast. Can you all help me with that? Okay, so here's, here's that. That's going to be really good. I'm going to take one of those. Y'all take one here. These are magic beans. I got these from the store. I'm positive. I am so excited about this. Take one there, Kendall, and plant it. Pick a cup of your choosing. Take one there, Ella Grace, and leave one for me. And I'm going to do one too. Go on, you got to stick it down a little bit. Didn't your mom touch you? I did this here. Yeah, stick it down there a little bit. And then we got to do some water here. And I got a real professional watering can here. And this is, this is real water, um, as if there's anything as fake water. Um, and uh, there we go. There we go. Now, uh, what I want you to do is, um, is water, water your, your bean. Kendall, that, I can still see the bean. You got, you got to like under the dirt. Yeah. I'm going to talk to your dad later about a gardening class. Um, okay. Water that right there, Ella Grace. Whoa, hold on. Here we go. All right. Uh, Kendall, can you do yours here? And, uh, okay. And then that's real good. Here we go. That's perfect. Perfect. Okay. Now hold that in your hand and Ella Grace, hold yours in your hand and scoot up so everybody can see this. This is going to be amazing. Scoot up real, real, t- there you go. And then close your eyes and count to three and say, grow, 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 then open your eyes or we're gonna see what happens. Okay, you ready? Okay, close your eyes, go. One, two, three. Say, grow, grow, grow. Open your eyes. Oh man, it didn't work. Okay, let me try one. Yeah, let's do this here. Okay, now, y'all have to, let's do the same. We'll do it together this time. Huh? We're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna do the same thing. Okay, close your eyes and we're gonna see if it works. And I want you to count to three and close your eyes. Eyes closed. Okay, Kendall, close your eyes. Grow, grow, grow. Open your eyes. Whoa! <laughs> Cheater! Don't look at that. Don't look at that. <laughs> All right, can y'all give these girls a round of applause? Thank you guys so much. You knew it. You knew it. I'll clean that later. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, don't look at that. Don't look at that. <laughs> All right, thank you girls for helping me out this morning. I did cheat, I'll admit it. Um, Thank y'all for helping me out. We're gonna have the invitation song. Glad you're here today.
fucking go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, it's obvious, isn't it? We know how this works. Healthy things grow. There's a reason that Kendall and Ella Grace can't wear these clothes that they wore so many years ago. Uh, they've outgrown them. They don't, fit, they don't fit them anymore. They're too small. And there's a reason that some of these clothes that belong to their moms, they can't wear yet because they're not that big yet. Uh, they'll be that big soon, though, by the way, won't they? They're growing, they're growing really, really fast. And one day they'll be able to fit in these clothes because we know, just like all kids do, uh, they're growing. They're getting bigger every day. And it's an amazing thing as parents for us to watch our kids grow. It's an amazing thing. And as I look at Kendall and as I look at Ella Grace and as I think about our kids and I think about what they're doing and how they're growing, it makes me wonder, it makes me want to ask the question, are you growing? Now, I'm not talking about physically, all right? Some of you would say I'm growing in all the wrong places. What I'm talking about is are you growing personally? Are you growing internally? Are you growing on the inside? Are you growing in your thought life? Are you growing in your understanding of things? Are you growing in your relationships with people? Are you growing as a person? And then it makes me ask this question, are you growing in your faith? Are you growing in your faith? And, and then it makes me ask this question, how do you grow in your faith? I mean, I can look at Kindle and I can look at Ella Grace and I can command them to grow but you and I both know nothing is going to happen in the moment. They're not going to just magically sprout up. And we can plant a bean and we can put it in good dirt and we can give it good water and it can be in front of the light and we can say, grow. And unless you have some mean dad tricking you, it's not going to work. It's not going to grow on command. But we know what has to happen for growth to happen, at least in the life of a plant, right? In the life of a plant, if you want something to grow, and I'm not great at this, but I know that this is true, that if you want to grow a plant, it's going to need, it's going to need air. It's going to need light. It's going to need water. It's going to need good soil to grow. That's just true in nature all around us. And I think the exact same thing is true in your life, in my life, in the life of people, especially when it comes to how does our faith grow? Because we know from the Word of God that the word of God is the breath of God. It says that all scripture is God breathed. It's the breath of God on a page. And, and unless we're breathing in the breath of God, unless we're breathing in the air that is the word of God, we're never gonna grow. And we know that for something to grow, it needs water. And Jesus is called the living water. And if we're gonna grow in our faith, we have to have access to, we have to be drinking in the living water. And we know if we wanna grow that, well, scripture says you have to be rooted in the, in, the, in the love of God. And so if our roots are going down deep in the love of God, then, then we have a chance to grow. And we know that, 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 that all of these things have to happen. And we need light. And light, light is, it comes from the presence of God, the radiance of God. The radiance of God's glory is the light of God. And so to be exposed to the light, to be in the presence of Jesus, that's where, that's where growth happens. But you and I both know that if a plant doesn't get air, if it doesn't get water, if it doesn't get roots, if it doesn't get light, then it's not growing, it's dying. And we also know that as people, if we're not breathing in the breath of God, which is the word of God. If we're not drinking in the living water of God, if we're not in the presence of the light of God, if our roots aren't growing down deep into the soil of God's love, then we too aren't growing. In fact, we're dying. But you weren't created for death and destruction. 
you were created for growth in life. And this is really important because you know people like I know people who have come to church and they were here last week and they'll be here next week. You know people who volunteered to teach in Bible class. You know people that helped out on the service project and then the day happened that came when you got the phone call and you heard what they did. And they may have been showing up here, but in the space and place that is their heart, there wasn't growth happening because they were in the darkness. And they weren't growing, they were dying. And the day the news broke of what they did, how their marriage was destroyed or what happened with their kids or whatever happened that hit the news or hit the, hit the, hit the, the information highway and we all found out, we were all blown away and our hearts broke. And we're not really filled with judgment in the moment, we're just saddened, aren't we? Because we care. And we thought they were growing, but they weren't growing. They were dying. And Satan has come to kill and still and to destroy. And this is what he does, even in this place. And so you may think, well, this is kind of a neat little theme for the month of May. And this is a neat idea to talk about when springtime hits. But let me tell you, it may be the most important thing we have ever talked about as a church family. And something we care deeply about, at least I care deeply about it, I think we're all on the same page, is that if you... If you're a part of our faith family here at Riverside, that, that you are experiencing a growing relationship with Jesus week in and week out. And that's something that we've said a few times, but I, I tell you, it, it may be the most important thing we say. That if you belong to the faith family here at Riverside, you are experiencing a growing relationship, a deepening relationship with Jesus of Nazareth, your Lord and Savior. This, this is where it gets real for us. Because this is, this is what it's all about. And this, by the way, is God's earnest desire for you and his earnest desire for me. It's his design for you. It's his design for me that we would grow, that we would grow in knowing him. And so this month, we're going to look at some of the words from a guy named Paul to a church in Ephesus. And if you want to open up your Bibles to the book of Ephesians, or your Bible apps, turn those on and flip over to Ephesians chapter one. What we wanna do is look at some of Paul's words to this little church in a town called Ephesus. This group of first generation Christians who lived in a city that in its day and time was a really important place. It was a port city, so trade was always coming in and out, import, export. It was a wealthy city. Its claim to fame was that in Ephesus, there was a temple uh, for the goddess Artemis. And in ancient culture, it was one of the seven wonders of the world. It was magnificent. And Artemis was said to have fallen from heaven right into Ephesus. And everybody worshiped the great goddess Artemis. And in this culture of trade and wealth and import and export and the worship of all kinds of gods, most famously Artemis, there was a small group of people who had placed their faith in Jesus Christ. And Paul hears about about this group, and he sends this letter. And I want you to hear his language. We're going to look at verse 15 and go down to verse 23. And, and in fact, in the original language, this, these eight verses are just one sentence. Paul, Paul couldn't find a way to end it. And I want you to hear what he says as he, as he talks to these believers in the town of Ephesus. He said, ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus, 
and your love for God's people everywhere. I have not stopped thanking God for you. And I pray for you constantly. What does he pray for? Asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might, circle this word, underline it, highlight it on your Bible app, that you might grow in your knowledge of God. This is Paul's prayer for these Christians living in Ephesus, that they would grow in their knowledge of God. And I want to be honest with you this morning. This is something I pray for often for all of you and for our faith family here at Riverside, that we would be a people who are growing that you're growing in your personal relationship with Jesus, that you're experiencing a depth in your, in, your, in, your, in your time with him, that you're coming to know him more and more and more. Because I believe that's God's heart for you, that God doesn't want you to stay where you are. God wants you to grow. He wants you to know him more and more and more. And, and I think it's also true for our city. God wants us to grow in number, not because it's what I want, but because it's what he wants, because this is his church and this is his city, and he wants everyone who has never even set foot inside the door of a church to come to know him, and maybe they can come to know him here. And I pray for the day that we grow so much that we have to have three, four, five, 10, 20 times services on the weekend just to accommodate all the people who are coming to know Jesus Christ in this place, not because it's what I want, I I believe that's what God wants because God wants everyone to grow in their knowledge of him. And I have to ask you, are you praying for this? Are you praying that you would grow, that we would grow? Because this is Paul's prayer. And I think this is God's heart for us is that we would grow in the knowledge of God. And I think if you would ask us or, or even anyone in our tribe this question, I think that we would always have said yes. In fact, I think you would say that, that we have often prided ourselves on growing in the knowledge of God. But what, we, what we've always meant by that, if, if we're honest, and tell me if I'm right, is that we have really prided ourselves, at least in our tribe, in our church, of growing in the knowledge of the Word of God. Like that's something that we've been famous for, that we know the Word of God inside and out, backwards and forward. We know the the verse for this and the verse for that, but that's not what Paul prays for here. What Paul prays for here is that we would grow not in knowledge of the word of God, but that we would grow in the knowledge of God. And I have to ask the question, have we at some point elevated the word of God above the person of God? Have we elevated the importance of knowing the word of God above knowing God himself? And Paul's prayer here for these people is that they would come to know him. That they would come to grow in their knowledge of God. That's Paul's prayer for this church, and I think this would be Paul's prayer for our church, isn't it? That we would grow, that we would grow in the knowledge of God. You know, when you think about that, the same question comes to mind. How, how do you do that? How can you, like even right now, if you said, I want to grow in my faith, I want to do that right now. Ready, set, go. What's going to happen? The truth is, in the moment, probably nothing. Because just like plants, you know, we need the same thing. Light, air, water, roots. But there's one other ingredient that every plant needs to grow and that you and I need to grow as well. And it's the ingredient of time. It's the ingredient of time. 
And this is, this is what the spiritual disciplines were created for. It's this idea that when we spend time, over time, in, in worship, in prayer, in celebration, in, in meditation, in study, in fasting, in, in, in reading the word of God, that over time, as we practice the spiritual disciplines, that something happens over time in our lives. And what happens is growth. What happens is growth. And if you, like me, can look on the people that you know and love who maybe are down the road from you, older than you, and you look at the people in your life that you hold up as spiritual giants and you ask what's different about them, it's probably, if you could get them to be honest and tell you the truth about it, and maybe you just even observe observe this in their life, that they have spent a lot of time, over time, with Jesus on their own, these are the people with, with Bibles that are tattered, with, with pages that are dog-eared, with, with, with Bibles that are highlighted and marked up left to right. And you can see the evidence of the time that they have spent over time with Jesus. And you look at their faith and you've seen how it's grown. And how has it grown? It's grown over time, the time they've spent. Coming not just to know the word of God, but to know the heart of God. Richard Foster wrote a book called Celebration of Disciplines, and in it he uses this metaphor to talk about the spiritual disciplines as a path to to faith formation. And he says this, A farmer is helpless to grow grain. All he can do is provide the right conditions for growing the grain. He cultivated the ground, he plants the seed, he waters the plants, and then the natural forces of the earth take over and up comes the grain. And this is the way it is with spiritual disciplines. They are a way of sowing the spirit. The disciplines are God's way of getting us into the ground. They put us where we can work, where he can work within us and transform us. And by themselves, the spiritual disciplines can do nothing. They can only get us to the place where something can be done. They are God's means of grace. So can you grow your faith? The simple answer is no. You know what you can do? You can put yourself in a position where your faith can grow. You can cultivate your heart. You can create a space and a place where you can be be alone with God. And you can do that over and over again over time. And you you can trust God to do what he does for the farmer, to raise a plant from the earth. He can raise faith in your life. But you have to be committed to putting yourself in a position where you can grow in knowing God. You have to make your personal pursuit of knowing God your highest priority. You have to create a time and a space and a place. You have to, maybe you have to wake up early. Maybe you have to schedule a lunch appointment with God and mark it on your calendar. I don't know what it is, but, but even this week, what I would challenge you to do is to create a space and a place in your calendar, on your schedule, where you can have some alone time, some quiet time with God. And to do that again and again over time so that God can do in you what only he can do, so that God can grow your faith. You see, this is, this is the work of God. It, it's an it, internal process. It's, it's transformation. And it's something that only God can do. And my call and my heart for you and for me this morning is that we would do it. That we would step into a place, that we would create a space where God can do what only God can do. Church, if you would, stand with me.
I'll be honest, this is where I get really excited. Because this is what I think about. We've got some 500 people here this morning. What if this week all of us committed to making our personal pursuit of knowing Jesus our highest priority? What if all of us committed to put ourselves in a position to where we could come and we could grow in knowing God more and more? Then I'll tell you what would happen when we gather again next Sunday. When DJ struck the first note, this room couldn't contain the volume of worship that would erupt in this place. Because after you and I have spent day after day, time after time, coming to know God, pouring out our heart before God, praying our hearts out to God, reading the word of God, being filled with the spirit of God, I'm just convinced that when we come together in this place, that what would matter more than anything else would be our response to this God who has grown in our hearts a faith like we had never known before. And I get excited about that day where we have committed together to grow, to grow in our faith, to come before God and ask him to do what only he can do. So maybe this week, if you would, find a time, find a place, And pray this prayer we're about to sing. Just ask God to speak to you. Ask God to plant his word in your heart. And it may not be magical. It may not even feel supernatural. But I'll tell you this, it's not that way with your friends either. You know, when you get together with your friends week to week, you probably don't feel anything, you know, magical or anything supernatural. But over time, you form a bond. And the same thing will happen with God. If you take time after time and you spend it with him over time, something's going to happen in your heart, in your life. God is going to do what only he can do. He's going to grow your faith. And what I want to ask you to do is to pray that prayer and to put yourself in a position where God can do what only he can do. And that's to let all of us grow.